Support for WVIK comes from Kathleen Collins at the Dragonfly in Bettendorf. Using both conventional and alternative counseling methods for empowerment to help create change for individuals and couples. More information is at KathleenCollinsCounseling.com. Support for Talking Heart on WVIK comes from the people at Quad City Bank and Trust, helping the local community with their banking and financial needs for more than 20 years. Information is at QCBT.com. This is Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with Elizabeth Moen, a singer-songwriter and guitarist who will be performing this Sunday, August 15th, at the new Raccoon Motel venue in downtown Davenport. Welcome, Elizabeth. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, you have a massively strong singing voice, one that literally stopped me in my tracks when I, when I first heard you. It was, it was last fall, and I was listening to the radio when your single headgear came barreling out over the airwaves. I thought my headaches in the morning were coming from my... But my love told me I'm just grinding my teeth. How would you describe your music to someone who isn't familiar with it? Oh, well, uh, thanks for listening to that song at, uh, way back when. Um, but I would say, you know, sometimes it's kind of folky sometimes it's more rock sometimes you know there's hints of like soul or country in there um it, it yeah it kind of changes uh song to song mm-hmm. there was a really beautiful quote i read about you um by uh npr music who described your your sound as showcasing both strength and vulnerability and i and i love that because because they're, you know, they're opposite traits, but they can coexist at the same time within us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think um, my the only thing that's kind of consistent in my music is there's definitely uh, a softer side and then, you know, a more abrasive, like, loud side to it. Well... You know, people are, are, are love, I think, the contrast. And, and it really, sh- I think your music showcases how multifaceted you are. Um, and you're currently on, an, on a tour, which began in California earlier this month, and it continues through the Midwest, including your performance here on Sunday, ending with a stop in New York, it looks like. And you're also opening later on this month for the musician Annie DeFranco at a handful of shows. So, how does it feel now after this past year without live performances to have the schedule that you have? Oh, it's, it's amazing. I'm, I'm so overwhelmed and grateful, uh, for everything that's happening this month. Um, yeah, it's, it's been, uh, it's been a hard year. It's been a lot of, um, a lot of nothing, a lot of worry, a lot of just waiting and, myself and a lot of other musicians have gone from just zero to like a hundred pretty quickly. It, you know, shows things starting to open back up again, you know, in a safe way. And yeah, there's like nothing on the schedule and now there's a lot. (laughs) Now there's too much. (laughs) Uh, Well, 
the pandemic year really forced, you know, all of us to try new things, to improvise and to be more creative about how we live our lives. And as a songwriter, were there some important lessons that you learned during that, that enforced downtime? Yeah. Um, the forced downtime did enable me to have a lot of time to, to write and try new things like instrument wise. I started, um, you know, playing more of the keyboard, started to play slide guitar. Um, with all the downtime, I would just record, you know, myself just looping rhythm guitar parts and then just playing more lead guitar, trying out slide over top those things. Uh, I can be kind of self-conscious when I'm playing lead guitar, which is why I rarely do it. But, you know, just being in my room alone for a year, I didn't really have to worry about anyone else hearing it, um, besides my roommates. But uh, I would usually just plug into my computer with my headphones and just play through an amp on GarageBand or something. But, uh, but yeah, the, the, all the alone time, you know, as hard as it was, it was also really good, really good for me as a musician. It also is good for me as a person, you know, to learn to just enjoy nothing, I guess, and enjoy being, being with myself. Absolutely. Cause I think solitude is really important. And, and especially for someone as creative as a musician, it, it gives you a chance to kind of regroup and, and to rethink. And I love the fact that you um, introduce synthesizers and a more and more electronic elements to your music during this year. You you did release an EP entitled Creature of Habit, and I smiled certainly when I saw some of the titles on that um, that <laughs> all refer yeah back to the pandemic, like Who Wants Takeout and and eating chips, and uh, you know it, it certainly resonated with me. And when I I listened to the song Who Wants Takeout. Um, Actually, I believe it was when I was listening to the song Eating Chips, excuse me, you know, you alluded to um, to not just eating chips, but not wanting to have a chip on your shoulder, not taking things for granted. And and there was this beautiful refrain that kept playing, when is the next time I'll see you? And we all wondered that a lot this past year. So I really loved that song of yours. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that, that, one, that one was... Uh almost going to be a throwaway song because uh, last summer I was just writing so much and I didn't really think much about it. And then I showed it to a couple of friends and they were like, dude, you got to record that one. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I was just going to never play it. But now I, yeah, it's one of my favorites. Uh-huh. We made a merch for it. We made a little bat chip bag clips <laughs> um, for it. And yeah, it's always, it's definitely on the set list. Yeah. Shows. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, and you know, preceding this, um, this recent EP release and back in 2019. So two years ago, right before the pandemic, you really had a breakout moment in your career when the performance of your song headgear was featured on NPR's tiny desk contest. And how pivotal did that experience and retrospect turn out to be for you? Uh, it was definitely, uh, 
an honor, a surprise to, to get that kind of, um, to get to be in front of that many people audience wise, like on the internet, like that definitely, that song had more traction than I've ever had for any other release. And that was exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was an honor that, you know, people, you know, from NPR liked it, you know, listened to it and liked it. And, uh, yeah, it was definitely helpful in, in my career. And, you know, we were supposed to play, excuse me, we were supposed to play, uh, an official South by Southwest showcase, um, in 2020. And there was, yeah, the ball was definitely rolling uh, late 2019, like things mm -hmm. were starting to pick up and then, you know, the South by thing was going to happen. And yeah, it just felt like the years of hard work were starting to, to pay off. Pay off. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, things stopped and it, and it didn't pay off. And then I was just back, you know, in my aunt's basement in the middle of the woods with, yeah. And I was like, wow, this is very different than what I thought things would be. But you know, that I, I guess this last year has shown, I, like I've shown myself and I think a lot of my friends in the music industry as well, like strength and resilience and pivoting and like just trying to make things work where it's like, all right, yeah, there was that momentum. Then there was that traction, that build, whatever, but it's not there in, in the way that you wanted it to be back then. So how can you still do what you love to do and make it work? Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's what I'm trying to do now. And well, it sounds yeah. like it sounds like you've made an excellent pivot, <laughs> you know, with the with the list of performances that you have coming up, and those those skills of resilience will serve you well. Um, now, I know you grew up in in Iowa, in Vinton, Iowa, actually, but I read it wasn't until later in your life that you started to sing and write music. Is that correct? Yeah, I didn't really. Um, I mean, I sang in like choir and did musicals and stuff, but I never. I never really sang and played guitar for other people and, and it certainly didn't start songwriting until later in my college career at the university of Iowa. Um, yeah, I think I was just too, um, too afraid of being cheesy, too afraid of, uh, like a fear of failure. Like, Hey, what if I'm not good at writing songs or what if people think it's dumb and then I finally just kind of let go of that and was like, all right, well, you know what? Just let yourself write a song and see what happens. And it was fun and it felt good. And it was the first time I really felt like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. Um, and then I just couldn't stop and having yeah. substance. Uh, and you, you, you started with the stand up mic night at the mill. Was that yeah. one of your earliest experiences yeah. getting up in front of a crowd? Cause I imagine that would have been terrifying in a way. Um, and really at, towards the end of your university of Iowa 
career and you studied uh, linguistics there, there, I think French and Spanish, uh, which I also really, I enjoyed that fact. Um, that same year you released uh, your first LP self-titled Elizabeth Moen in 2016. Um, so you really were accomplishing quite a bit in that stage of your life. Thanks. Yeah. I, uh, um, when I look back on things, I'm like, wow, you were doing a lot. You were so busy. And I feel like in the moment I'm always like, like back then when I had like three part-time jobs, I was in school, I was starting to write music and release a thing and find bandmates and, you know, start a band. In that moment, I didn't think I was doing enough. And it's like, what? And, uh, yeah, I think the last, especially the last year, um, just having more compassion for myself and like being more proud of whatever I'm doing in the moment rather than just in hindsight, um, be like, Hey, you know what you, you did this, like you are doing this right now. Good for you. And like, enjoy it, embrace it, have fun with it. Now, don't just be proud of it in hindsight. Mm -hmm. Well, I certainly came to know you through your voice, but you're also a guitarist. So what, what type of guitar are you playing nowadays? Um, I, I love my Gibson ES340. It's like the one I've been playing the last few years. Uh, but I recently got a, um, I've been kind of talking with Fender, Fender guitars, and they sent me a thin line Telecaster a couple weeks ago. And that's been a lot of fun to play. Uh, Telecasters are more, I don't know that I've been getting into slide guitar and this, this guitar is a lot, just a lot better for that. And, um, also playing lead guitar. I've been playing lead guitar for some friends. So yeah, I've been getting into this telly, um, also got this like super cheap classical like nylon string guitar from a pawn shop in Chicago this winter and that was one of the best purchases I've ever ever made uh <laughs> classical guitars are just so they're just so fun um and I love the the tone of nylon string guitars and yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, so quite a variety. When did you learn to play the guitar? Um, I started teaching myself guitar, like, in middle school, and then played a little bit in high school, and it wasn't until, again, like, later in my college career where I started taking guitar more seriously with the songwriting, you know, I was playing guitar more to write the songs and then just started playing guitar for fun. And I feel like playing shows, I started booking a lot of shows, um, after I graduated and just the more you play, the better you get the more, or the more, and the more comfortable you get playing. What can you tell us about your other band members who'll be performing with you on Sunday? Yeah. Um, so my bandmates are friends of mine who I made, um, in Chicago. Uh, Chicago is a very welcoming, really fun scene. And, uh, 
I've got uh, Vivi Lightbody on lead guitar and singing some backup vocals. And then Jody uh, will be playing pedal steel. Um, my friend Abby Black, uh, they're playing some drums. Uh, my friend Tristan's on bass. And uh, yeah, this is going to be a good time. First, first time I've ever, you know, had a pedal steel player play this many shows it's it's been a lot of fun uh-huh. um, it's one of my favorite sounds in the world i think is pedal steel guitar with some reverb on it well also that night on um sunday the 15th wyatt waddell will be opening for you at the raccoon motel how would you describe yeah. his music it is uh the best first and foremost uh <laughs> i'd say soul definitely got some r&b some soul um he he's also just an amazing guitarist as well multi-instrumentalist um but yeah just have a bunch of mutual friends in chicago and you know my mutual friends were just posting about him like sharing his songs and so saw their stories on instagram and i clicked and listened it was like whoa and then uh we met up one time and just were like sharing songs and just talking about songwriting. And then I asked him, I was like, Hey, like I've got a show over in Iowa. Do you want to, do you want to play that show? I feel like people in Iowa would just be blown away by, by your sound. And he's bringing a band too. We both got full bands for the show. Wow. Yeah. It's just going to be a bunch of really fun, awesome, Chicago musicians just playing, playing at the Raccoon Motel. Like, mm-hmm. You know, Sean Moeller, who who runs the Raccoon Motel, is just one of my favorite favorite people um, in general, and also just in the music world. Uh, it's always an honor to get to play any of his venues. Um, yeah, he rocks. And you've known. Sean Moeller for some time back when he was involved with Day Trotter because I believe you recorded through them. Yeah, yeah, I did a session um, a while back with them, and I met him that day, and we remained friends. And you know, since then he's been super supportive of me and my music, and you know, has had me open for for bands that come through Davenport uh, at you know the raccoon motel, you know, the old one, like other venues too. played out at codfish for one of his shows that he put together out there. And And that's quite a space. (laughs) And, uh, you know, we, I was personally was so happy and, and I know so many people were that when he reopened the raccoon motel that just happened, it's quite close to where they were previously located in Davenport. And, and, um, and I'm curious how important have, have the more intimate, which this really is and locally owned venues been to you as a performer? I think they're, they're the most important ones. They, uh, you know, they should, the, the local independent venues, you know, they, they often showcase the local scene the most. Um, they also can get in some really awesome touring bands who maybe aren't at like, you know, the thousand cap room level, but that doesn't mean that they aren't awesome. Yeah. Sean just has such a great 
tastes in music and like in so many genres and so many styles. And he gets just a lot of great music to Iowa. Um, sometimes Iowa can be, or not sometimes, but often can be overlooked. Um, and people, when they're passing through, don't stop and play a show. They're just, you know, trying to drive to the next big city. And Sean's really made the Quad Cities a spot. Like people stop there and play there. And it's, it's, it's cool. It is. And we are so grateful for that. Well, Elizabeth Moen, thank you so much for talking today and best of luck to you on your tour and with your upcoming concert here in the Quad Cities. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for talking today. Don't miss the chance to hear singer, songwriter, and guitarist Elizabeth Moen this Sunday, August 15th at the newly reopened Raccoon Motel, which is located at 315 East 2nd Street in Davenport. The show begins at 7 p.m. with an opening performance by the artist Wyatt Waddell. Tickets are available for purchase online at theraccoonmotel.com or at elizabethmoen.com. This has been Carolyn Martin, Talking Art in the Quad Cities for WVIK. Mm-hmm.